The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Coming up on Life Today, Bible teacher Beth Moore. I stand by it. I, st I knew it then. I knew this, this is what I believe to be truth. This is what I believe to be God's will. This is what I believe to be right in the body of Christ. And I believe this slander is out of place. But I knew that in calling it that, I was going to get it back. And of course, so many loving people. But the thing about mean people is that they are loud. Now, this is one of the most beautiful audiences we have had. We've been doing the Life Today program for 20 years. Been on television for about 45 years. And uh, we've never had a more beautiful audience, even though there are a few men sprinkled in. <laughs> and they, they really, though, you ladies have already you've brightened their countenance, and it's just wonderful. And you'll see as you listen to our guests this week why these radiant women are here. And we're really glad you've joined us. I'm James Robinson. My wife, Betty, and I welcome you to Life Today. Beth Moore has taught something that uh, I think is so critically important to all of us. Let God rebuild your life. It's amazing he can take the broken pieces that are a result of our own misdoing or misguided expressions and failures, and he can make a masterpiece. And I don't know a greater masterpiece that I've seen than what he's done with Beth and continues to do in her. And when she says, I want you to have other gifted women teaching on life today. And we've been doing it because that's Beth. But here she is. Why don't you welcome her? You're going to enjoy Wednesdays in the Word with Beth. Appreciate it. You and I have been created in the infinite mercy of God with this thing called, that the world calls, that Webster's would call resilience. Think about it with me. Resilience. Now, let, let me tell you what's, what's also true. There are things that we don't necessarily bounce back from for years and years and years and years. But that's not our present series. I want you to find our present series refreshing because here's what our present series is about. That God has somehow woven our souls in such a way where they are prone to the mending of God. I want you to be able to glance back and look over your shoulder and appreciate the times in your life when actually something should have completely taken you out and yet, lo and behold, here you are. This is what I want to talk to you about in the present series. All the times that something should have knocked you down where you could not have gotten back up for 20 solid years. Yet here you sit. There you stand. That very woman, that very man will get in the car and drive to work. Should have been completely taken out this thing called resilience. Listen, so much we still hurt over, but that is not what our present series is about. 
This series is about holy resilience. Uh, things that should have taken 20 years that actually took 10. Things that should have taken 10 years but actually took one. Things that should have taken one year, but you know, actually, I worked through that with the Lord Jesus Christ in a month. Things that should have taken a month that ended up taking a week. Things that should have taken a week that ended up taking a day. I just want to present the concept to you that sometimes, sometimes we come back from something stunningly fast. This series is about appreciating that, knowing that can exist, it actually can happen, and come into a place where we find a gratitude for it. I'm not talking about shortcuts here. I believe in the process of healing, the process of wholeness, lifelong sanctification, lifelong growing in the scriptures and growing in our relationship with Christ. I'm not talking about shortcuts. I'm talking about letting a work go so deep where it plunges there instead of seeps and seeps and seeps and seeps. One slow drop at a time. What if we removed every defense and just said to God, go for it. I will hold nothing back from you. I will not put my hand over my heart. I will not put my hand over my head. You have full access. This doesn't have to be like pulling teeth. You just, Lord, go for it. Go for it. What, what if that happened? Because listen, not every lasting work has to be long. Would that be refreshing to anybody? I looked up resilience. This is just one definition of it just out there um, on the web. It says this, just, just listen to it, resilience af, uh, out of um, dictionary um, on uh the internet says this, the ability to recover quickly from illness, change, or misfortune, buoyancy. I love that word, buoyancy. Just the ability to come back up, float back up. I love this one. This is the second part of the definition. The property of a material that enables it to resume its original shape or position after being, listen, bent, stretched, or compressed. I mean, go, go those three places with me. How, how's your week been? Anybody just like been bent, stretched, or I love the opposite of stretched, just compressed. I mean, like, no, you're just like packed up. Somebody could put you in their purse today. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're talking about here. This lesson, this present series is about getting our bounce back. Look at one another and say, it's time to get your bounce back. <laughs> I mean, would anybody be into that? Would anybody think that would be refreshing to just get a little bounce back? We don't have to take 20 years off of us to get some bounce back. We could have it right now at exactly this point in our lives. I started looking up verses. I love a concordance so much. I love just running a word and seeing every single place that it appears in the word of God. So I ran the word speedily. Anybody? 
<laughs> it was a wonderful sight. It was a wonderful sight. You would be so glad to know there are some things that God does speedily. Anybody need to know that? Listen to some of these verses that are us crying out to him for his speedy work. Psalm 102 verse 2, it says this, incline your ear to me, answer me speedily in the day when I call. Psalm 79 verse 8 is very similar to it. It says this, let your compassion come speedily to meet us for we are brought very low. I love that. I love that. Let your compassion come speedily to meet us, for we are brought very low. So going that way, moving that direction, we're trying to move toward him, draw near to God, and we're going, let, draw near quickly. Come to me quickly. Let your compassion come speedily to me. Isaiah 51, 14, this is the Lord God to his people. He who is bowed low shall speedily be released. Speedily. Anybody? Anybody think it would be such a wonderful thing for something not to just take half a forever. <laughs> Anybody? Just like pull the word immediately back into your vocabulary, Lord. I mean, are there some things we can do that we can just get the thing done? Just get the thing done. Because I started thinking, you know, Word of God tells us this. And with God, sometimes a day is like a thousand Maybe your day today has been like that. It's been a thousand days long. I mean, sometimes I get into bed that night and I think I've lived 14 days since dawn this morning. Anybody else? Sometimes a day is like a thousand, but sometimes with God, a thousand years is like a day. I want to say this to you today. What if it turned out that we were not nearly as fragile as we thought we were? Wouldn't that be lovely? All sorts of things put us in the situation to realize that we're not as strong as we think we are. But I, I want to pull us around to a different side of the table in this present series. And I want us to look at times when maybe we had every opportunity to be crumbled and disintegrated and God built us back up without it taking half a forever. Not very long ago, I just got so um, astounded over something going on in the body of Christ and something going on in the infighting and name-calling and slander out there in um, the Twitterverse and in Facebook and in blogs and all of this. I just got fed up with something in particular, and I sounded off about it on a blog. And let me tell you something. Have you ever known you were going to get it? <laughs> I mean, I knew. I knew I was. I knew I was. But I'm just going to tell you something. Just because you know someone's about to punch you in the face does not mean that it is an anesthetizing effect on you. Somehow when it hits, it still hurts. And let me tell you, it was a free-for-all. Now, the beauty of it was I, I felt I, I stand by it. I, I knew it then. I knew this, 
This is what I believe to be truth. This is what I believe to be God's will. This is what I believe to be right in the body of Christ. And I believe this slander is out of place. But I knew that in calling it that, I was going to get it back. And of course, so many loving people. But the thing about mean people is that they are loud and boisterous. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I mean, it just is like, it just did not let up. And so it just, I mean, it kind of went on. And I had this day um, that I just was like, I mean, I felt like if someone had mugged me in an alleyway and left me almost dead, I could not have been more bruised up and bloody than I felt. Anybody ever felt that way? That maybe you were not bearing any physical wounds. Maybe you were not bruised. Maybe both of your eyes were not black to people that were standing in front of you. But as surely, as surely as you could stand to your feet, you knew that that's what you would have looked like if somebody could see your soul. Just, just beaten up. And I lived that, that day. It was one of those days that seemed to go on for um, forever. And, you know, where you just like no appetite, just like good grief. I mean, good grief. Just that kind of day. Well, the next morning, you know, I, I got out of bed and I was like, oh, one of those kind of days. And, you know, I love the morning. I, I, God gave me a gift of energy from childhood. I like to get up. I love to see the sun come up. I love it. But that particular day was like, okay. And it was a Sunday morning. It was like, I'm going to church. I'm going to church. I'm just going to get this woman up. I'm going to get this woman dressed. I'm going to get this woman's mascara on her. And I am going to church. You know, just feeling sick all over. When was the last time you went that you just felt sick all over? Well, I get there. I get there. And my, um, if my man is with me, um, then we don't sit toward the front where my daughter is. My daughter is the pastor's wife. And so she has to sit on the front row. So if, if Keith's not there, I sit up with her. But we were sitting kind of further back. And so my other daughter was sitting with us. I don't know why I want you to picture it, but there you go. <laughs> but we were having worship. And while we were worshiping, I just was like, my soul was just kind of one little, one little piece after another, kind of coming back together. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And, and then the Word of God came. I mean, all of this happened over an hour and 15 minutes. The Word of God was taught and preached by my um, son-in-law pastor. I mean, he brought us a word. And then at the end of it, it just was like it could not have been more perfect because we took the elements. And it's the most beautiful thing. I just love it. I love taking communion. I love taking it at our church where you walk up and someone offers it to you. And because I know most of these uh, people that are in these serving capacities, um, they will say to me uh, when I look up at them and they hold it out to me, Miss Beth, the body of Christ broken for you. Look at the chills on Mars. Just, just kills me. Just, I can hardly take it without wanting to cry. And, and so we get in the car and we go meet all of our people. So all of them are there then. My daughter and my son-in-law and our two grandkids that are the most delicious age ever. And, and my um, younger daughter and my husband. And listen, these human beings are hilarious. I know no other way to put it. Very, very quirky people, but absolutely hilarious. And we laugh the kind of hard, hard laughing that you do. I mean hard, where you can hardly sit up. And we got in the car by ourselves, just Keith and I, and I looked over at him and I said, 
It's the craziest thing. I was so broken this morning. And I drive away whole. What is that? What is that? That in just a little while, drove off in one piece, just like that. I'm going to tell you something. You've had times like those. That's what I want to bring back to your remembrance. But I want to say this to you today, and I want to say this to every single one of you today. You will have times like that again. Oh, yes, you will. Oh, yes, you will. I have come this series to say this to you. Not everything big has to be hard to get over. Could somebody go there with me? Don't assume it must. Don't force it to. Listen, we will put our, a sentence on ourselves. We will say of ourselves, I, it will take me the rest of my life to get over this. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I will never love again. I will never put myself out there again. I, I will never, ever expose my heart like that again. I'll never be part of a church like that again. Now, I mean, we put this sentence on us that says, I will never get over this. This series is about pulling that sentence off, giving God full access to your heart and mind to build you back up and put you back together again in a way you did not even know you could exist. Can anybody go there with me? Could anybody believe that that could happen? That sometimes some things don't take as long to get over as they took to happen. Ooh, Beth, you say so much, so effectively. You know, I, I hope all of you listening grasp that God can actually rebuild something, put it back together right a whole lot more rapidly than it took to mess it up. That's the grace of God. You know, that old boy that wasted everything in that prodigal life and pig pen, it didn't take dad very long to dress him up, suit him up. And uh, he'll do the same for you. Father, I pray for everybody watching. It needs a broken heart, a broken life, a broken relationship repaired. The only way you, the master craftsman, can do it. So God, do it. And to you who are listening and watching, let him do it. Just yield the clay to the master potter and let him build. You know, one of the things, Betty, that I know Beth enjoys and her husband Keith and everybody that's worked with us and watches. They love giving more than just a cup of water. They love to give a well of water. This is our last week now to be talking about the water drilling for the year. The 500 wells, and I pray, God, could we go past that? And would you be the answer to a need? I want you to listen to God through Tammy Trent and through a mother. Uh, just watch. But let God move you to appropriate action. Please.
ແລະຍົກປາປາຮອດຖ່າຍນະຄູມີເກບောက်ຂ້າວໂກກໃບຫມຸຍ I'm <laughs> <laughs> I understand pain well and I understand loss well. And I know what that feels like to just... I feel like you're dying inside uh, because there's nothing you can do to change what's happened in your life. I think that's why I'm here at this moment. I feel like this is why God has called me here even at this moment to, um, to ask you if, if it would be you, if you'd be the one to help her. It will make a huge difference in the lives of, of this precious woman, her children, other families in this village and villages all around the world. We could come in here and drill them a well that would give them water for life. It'll change everything in a moment's time. Please don't hesitate, don't wait any longer. We need your help. Tammy is doing her best to comfort a broken heart, knowing how much they need clean, non-contaminated water. And Tammy lost the love of her life. She lost her husband, not married long, a swimmer, and he drowned. Yes, she knows what pain is. Betty, we've been holding mothers and people's hearts and lives for years, and I can remember so well one of the earliest times, I went into Angola the first times we had to circle in to keep from being hit by Stinger missiles. That's how the all planes came in. And I went several times without you, and then finally you went, and we went into Luanda where there was just this incredible situation of children dying. And they had all this medical equipment that was so obsolete, and we began to bring the equipment and bring medicine and food. But you held one mother, if you'll remember, we were there, this is years ago. And, and they're using a little suction to try to keep this baby alive, and, and we lost the baby. And I remember you holding that mother that was like that, because it's so, it's so difficult to watch something like that. It's so painful. And, and we've lost a child, so we know, we know the agony. And the thing about it is, is, is uh, Betty was holding, then I remember in that same place, and think about this, because we showed you the broken heart and the need, and we began to really minister. And a few years later, one of the most famous pictures ever taken, ever in history, was a beautiful lady in England, Princess Di. And she was standing at that place where you held that mother who had lost her baby, and she's holding a little baby. And she's making an appeal to feed those who have need. And this baby doesn't have need. That baby's healthy because you helped save that baby's life. And you more than got that baby healthy, you got that baby real healthy. But it was the appeal coming from her where she saw a miracle.
And she said to the world, we need to take care of the poor. And we do. Now, there's not a greater need in the world apart from knowing Christ, the water of life, to having clean, non-contaminated water. Contaminated water, unclean sources, the greatest challenge in the world to health. With your help and God's leadership and the missionaries and relief workers, we are committed to drill 500 wells. This is the last week that we're emphasizing it this year. We need a miracle response. They're $4,800 each. That's the average. If you can drill one, I believe you will. You'll be answering a lot of mothers' heart cries and prayers just like that one. You'll be a miracle worker. If you can do it, do it. Whatever part you could give. $2,400, another join you. We got a well. $1,200, three join you. We got another one. Most of the gifts come at $48. That's how most come. And that basically gives 10 people water the rest of their life. Could you do that? $144 is so simple. 30 people. Whatever you can do, we're asking you, please, go online, lifetoday.org, or dial that number, take your bank card, and use it like a check, and make the best gift you can. Would you do it? Please do it. We have some gifts for you, but you're giving the greatest gift. You're giving the gift of life. Please do it. Every day, millions of children are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease, or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most exciting and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, we can establish and drill 500 water wells for remote villages in over 12 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10 people. $72 will impact 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, clean, disease-free water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, you'll receive the Everyday A New Day devotional. Broken out into the four seasons of the year, this daily devotional features scriptures, inspirational thoughts, a Bible reading plan, and a place for you to journal each day. With your gift of $100 or more, you may request the Names of Jesus pen set, one inscribed with the names of Jesus found in Scripture, and the other reflecting the gifts of the Spirit. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people, or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well, and request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online. Well, Betty and I say thank you. I remind you it's last week. And it may be that you already gave toward a well. You say, you know what? I'm going to do another. Some say, I'm going to do another well. Because God enables you to do it. But whatever you do, we're going to say thank you. We want to send you the names of Jesus' pins. They are a wonderful witness. Uh, everyday devotional, all four seasons of the year. If you want the Thomas Kincaid uh, Forest Chapel, glad to send it to you, but just thank you. But remember this, this is, if you go online or you call last week, so be determined and concerned and get through, would you? And thank you for it. And to all of you, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for watching Life Today.
Tomorrow, the first person to be treated for Ebola on U.S. soil, medical missionary Dr. Kent Brantley shares the miraculous story of God's provision and healing. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.